Welcome to the Somos Padres podcast. At Somos Padres, we believe that change is inevitable and evolution is a choice. And being a better parent is directly tied to our ability to turn our lens inward. So thank you for being here and allowing us to be part of your parenting evolution. Que viva la evolución. Let's get started. Today on the podcast, we have Yanira Peña. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist and founder of New Beginning Family Counseling and Training Center, where she works as a private practitioner with individuals, couples, and families. She has various areas of expertise, including trauma, grief loss, and couples work. She is an interactive, client-centered, and emotionally focused therapist who's also trained in eye movement desensitization reprocessing and emotionally focused therapy. She is bilingual and incorporates client spirituality when requested by clients. She has so much knowledge to share with us, so let's get started. Welcome, Yanira. Welcome to Somos Padres. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited to jump into this conversation with you. Um, I saw uh, on your Instagram that you were doing this um, webinar of COVID-proofing your relationship. And I was like, oh my God, we have to talk to Yanira and we have to talk about this because it's been in the media and we've heard about divorce rates are going up, you know, all these headlines. And I'm like, wow, this is a conversation that's really needed. So I, I just want to personally really appreciate you for coming on and doing this conversation with us. Oh yeah. Thank you for yeah doing this conversation with us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys reaching out. I think that the more we could talk about what can be done during these times in our relationships, the the better, because there is, you know, there's a lot of conversations about obviously what we can and should be doing during this time because of physical precautions. But mm-hmm. what about everything else that comes with that? Every All the other stress and pressures that are, are coming up inevitably in our household because of all these changes, because of all this stress. Um, and that, you know, this is a time to have, this is even more of a reason to have these conversations. So I appreciate you reaching out and I, I am more than happy to have, you know, have an open conversation about what can be done. So I, I guess where I'd love to start is really getting to know, I, I noticed um, that you are trained in emotionally focused therapy and Paolo and I had actually started reading the book, Hold Me Tight, a while mm-hmm. back. Uh, we have to be honest and say we didn't finish it, but we <laughs> loved it. We were and we were, yeah. starting in, we were starting to have all the conversations and I was like, wow, this is almost like um, the nonviolent parenting that we did. Uh, but for relationships, right? The way that you communicate and the focus on empathy and emotions and um, just the way that we communicate. And I was like, wow, it really felt like um, just a a really great foundation for a relationship. So can you just talk a little bit about it since I know this is really what grounds your work? Yes, yes. So thank you so much for mentioning because yes, this conversation is very much through the lens of an emotionally focused lens and emotionally focused. Um, I'm, a, I'm trained in emotionally focused therapy and that's the, the primary work that I do with couples. And ultimately in a, in a nutshell, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically talk about EFT through, throughout my whole conversation with you, but the ground 
the grounding work of, of EFT is how do we, one, identifying how are we showing up in our relationships, and two, that ultimately what we all want as humans is to, or especially when we're in a relationship, is to be to feel connected, to know that our partners are there for us, that if we do need to fall apart, that our partner is going to be there and not only be there, but that they, that they care. So ultimately we, we want to know that they are there for us. That's the base of, of um, EFT and in, in the work and the actual work that we're doing with couples is helping them slow down enough to identify what is a pattern that they've both get into in the midst of stress in the myth, uh, in the midst of this pandemic, you know, what is it mm-hmm. that they're, how is it that they're coping with their stress? And how is that might, how is that blocking them from connecting with their partners? So in EFT therapy, we try to deta- detangle that and try to help each partner understand like, okay, when, when I'm feeling stressed over, you know, um, this is the fifth time I ask you to help me with the kids, or this is the hundredth time I ask you to take out the trash, or this is the, you know, million time you're telling me the same thing over again, you know, um, when you when that's happening, what what else is happening for you internally? And when we open that door of your inner world, and invite your partner into it, we teach you one to to bring that awareness of of what's going on inside of you to, to open that door to your partner and invite your partner into the, into that inner world, but also to help your partner hold that with you instead of saying, well, oh, instead of getting defensive and maybe blaming and maybe now going into um, the pattern of, you know, well, I feel that way too, or, you know, but you, why are, why do you react that way? You know, kind of justifying maybe your behavior or feeling defensive, which is a lot of what happens. And yeah. again, what we're doing in EFT is slowing that down to to hold both truths, to mm-hmm. hold both space for both of you, that there is, for very good reasons, stuff happening for both of you in those times of distress. So instead of turning away from each other, we help you turn towards each other, which is oh key God. to connection. Yeah. That's so beautiful, Yanita. Wow. I feel like we're going to start going to see you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's so awesome. I mean, not not that we, um, I mean, I feel like we communicate really well and we believe in all those things that you just said, Mm -hmm. but I think it's really lovely when you can find a therapist and connect with a therapist that kind of um, has that same, um, like those same beliefs and perspectives. Language. Yeah. Yeah. The same language for you and can really help you hold that. Sometimes you need that, you know, that other person to help you hear each other and hold space. That's it. That's what it is. You're holding space for, for us to look towards each other. Yeah. Yes. Process. Yeah. It is a whole process because, uh, uh, personally, me as a Latino, uh, man, uh, it is hard. I, is I, it? I remember is back, it hard for yeah you? I remember back in the days like <laughs> how how do, uh, do I come around to accept what I'm feeling right now and yes. how do I start the conversation like you know what this is what I'm feeling mm-hmm. in the past I was really really close, close. right yeah. right yeah <laughs> and I and I speak to to it, that's part of understanding. So EFT is also um, grounded and based on attachment theory, which is mm-hmm. understanding in in simple terms understanding that we naturally as humans 
long and neat connection that we right. are going to have fears and wants and needs and, and longings and that we need that to survive as humans. So mm-hmm. that's number one. So meaning like whether you're a male or a, or a female or Latino or African-American or, or whatever, whatever you are, if you're, if you're human, first and foremost, mm-hmm. then those are, those are going to be needs that you're going to have because because we survive from connection. So what I wanted to say, Jesenia, is that I think that it's important you pointed at something like about seeing me and that, you know, I'm uh, that's very flattering. I, I would <laughs> love to work with you guys. Um, but just that you don't need to be in a bad position to see a therapist. Yeah. Ultimately, the, the therapist is going to be there to be able to be the object, the outsider, right? The outsider mm-hmm. to help you guys detangle what might get you stuck and it might be it might be um, something minor or it might be something major but ultimately what happens is if we um if we continue on this if you have noticed in your relationship that you have been in the same pattern whether you were talking about a trip or the kids or or the dishes but you Mm -hmm. still fall into that same um unhealthy pattern where you feel you're feeling like my partner just doesn't get it. You know, he's just, he or she's just not getting what I'm, every time we try to address this, Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't really get it. And that's a key sign that if you guys already have been trying multiple times and multiple ways to have a conversation that doesn't, doesn't go anywhere, then that's, that's a sign that, you know, it would be helpful to have someone objectively help you guys walk through that, through that. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, I feel like, that if you, if as a couple, we do that, you know, upstream before it gets, you know, I mean, we all have challenges as couples, right? And so the sooner that we can really do that, you know, why not? Why not prevent things from getting, you know, to a place where you have the added stress of, oh my God, like, this is it, you know, Um, I'm ready to leave or, or whatever, you know, the case may be. But we have a tendency to leave everything like until it is really difficult. Yes. <laughs> we we tend, do. Yeah. We tend yes, to the problem, for maybe. a long time. Yeah. You know, yeah, go ahead. On average couples wait about six to seven years before seeking support. Yeah. And that comes with a lot of different, different reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I almost forgot to what, one of the points that I wanted to mention earlier is that we come with our own filters of how we communicate, how we perceive things. So if we, and that's fine, but if that's, again, if that is now getting in the way of you communicating effectively and in a healthy way with your relationship, with your partner, then we want to, we want to assess those filters. We want to see, okay, is that something that I, uh, it's being helpful in my connection with my partner? And you know, it, I know we're talking about couples, but even with your kids, even with your yeah, family, the, the the bottom line is um, this could be applied to any relationship. Yeah. So, I mean, how then, I mean, here's one of the things that I'm noticing with, you know, being in quarantine and being safe at home and, you know, us being, you know, more confined or confined really to our homes is that I feel like the stress of this and all of the stressors that come with it, economic and, you know, everything um, is that we're feeling and our, our challenges were are magnified. I yes. guess that's what the word, right? Yes. So 
how then let's jump into the conversation at hand, mm-hmm. right? How do we COVID proof our relationships? Mm-hmm. I would say I would preface it or start by slow down. <laughs> Even if you think you're already at a slow pace, um, in reality, we're not because we're, we're truly in survival mode. We all are. You guys are. I am. Be- why? Because there's this overarching threat to globally, to yeah. our health. And that brings threats to other facets of our life. Like you mentioned, um, financially, our employment or just going to the store or kids being able to go to the park. Like there's all this. There is a true valid threat happening. And what that does is that why we are all in survivor mode and handling it at very different spectrums of of fear. Um, But what's happening for us, all of us um, in our brain is we are, we are in a panic, in a a panic, basically the part of our brain that it, that is in charge of, of telling us, Hey, there's danger that is at this time activated, whether we know it or not. So with that activated part of our brain, it, it ultimately floods our reasoning, our prefrontal mm-hmm. part of our yes, brain, yeah. which then it makes it really hard to um, to make rational decisions or, <laughs> right. you know, even our if it's something simple. <laughs> yes. Even if it's a simple decision, right? Or if, or, or again, thinking back to the filters and thinking back to what, what else might be getting activated at this mm-hmm. time, you know? Um, I saw someone's conversation around how much this has activated her fear of um, lack, like growing up in, a, in an environment of where there was a lack of some basic needs and how much that, mm. that fear is now being activated. Yeah. Um, and, and this person is in a really good position, but yet that fear is, is very much activated at this time. Right. And our brain, unfortunately, does not distinguish, you know, is this a right. real imminent threat or is or is this just you know um or is this something distant that's happening but it's not an immediate threat to me so it's important one to understand that that is truly happening that you're not going crazy for fearing or 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 overreacting right now to things that even might be unrelated to the situation Mm -hmm. um i know there's been a lot of memes around the toilet paper and the (laughs) overbite of stuff but that's that's a response. That's a, 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 we are seeing it firsthand how people are reacting pretty unreasonably. I, I, I've, from the beginning, I thought, what is, how is toilet paper going to? Right. I'm me? confused. Like, <laughs> I like, I'm so confused about the toilet like, paper. Is there something? Like, did I- Toilet paper that's gonna kill the virus on the air? <laughs> I just thought, did I miss something? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was just, you know, yeah. So I, I think, first and foremost, understanding that you know, this is something very real that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not just physical, right? It's not just mm-hmm. a threat to our physical, our health. It's, it's something that's really happening that's activating other things for us individually. Mm-hmm. And that there's a big range in that. So then that affects and, and impacts how we behave and how we show up in at home. <laughs> right. So yeah. then what can we do, right? So now we, we understand that all of our reactions are very normal. You know, whatever your reaction is, it is normal. It is, you know, okay, you know. So then, you know, we have short tempers and now things are 
are really getting hard. Now we're putting on the hat of educators, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have to, you know, it's not just homework at the end of the day, it's homework all throughout the day, right? And so there's just these added pressures and, you know, we may be now um, going at each other in Mm -hmm. our relationship. You do it. No, you do it. No, 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 no. I got to go. I got to do this. (laughs) I thought you did it. Yes. (laughs) You said you got to do it. Um, so how do we navigate that? Like, what can we do as, as couples to help with that? So I think, uh, again, you want to slow down. You want to understand that you want to understand what, is this a, re- is this a real response? You know, is this truly what, what I want to communicate? So mm-hmm. even with, um, seeing that reaction from your partner, my, mm-hmm. my biggest takeaway from this would be asking yourself like okay is that really you know this is this is a reaction to who knows what right it could be yeah they were working all day and just got home or they've been stuck all day with the kids or or we're both doing all of this so knowing like okay first and foremost this is not this is not a personal attack even though it might feel like a personal attack so in 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 wanting beginning to take the stand of being curious and knowing that, okay, I want to know more about what's happening with my partner, maybe Mm -hmm. not always in that moment. So you want to individually still be responsible to regulating yourself to making sure that if you need to walk away, if you need to take a deep breath, if you need to take a time out for yourself that you do that um, as best as you can. Again, a lot of what I'm saying, I'm saying it very very lightly because I understand that people are in very different situations right now and the availability to take a break is not always going to be feasible, but, but doing the best you can to slow down, um, whatever that may be, may be, even if it's just a catch a breath, take a drink of water. Um, that's even a shift in slowing down and, and wanting to not just leave things at that reaction and wanting to move towards, being curious. So, so the thing that I was going to say is you want to move towards each other at this time more than ever. So mm-hmm. you don't want to kind of move away from each other because you're being snappy because you're under pressure. You want to move towards each other. And with that, um, basically your communication has to be, has to look a bit different, has to begin to wonder being curious with yourself and with and when you're communicating with your partner, when you are having that time to to talk to each other about, hey, well, well, can you tell me more about what happened? You know, I know we got into it earlier, but what was happening for you? And you want to take into consideration what were you thinking? What was going through your mind? What were you feeling? And what where might you have felt it in your body? Or what or sometimes even start at at, you know, um, identifying what's going on in your body. So this is a a good way of slowing down and going beyond that react reactive behavior that you might be seeing. So you just made me think like I wonder if, you know, couples even have uh that regular check-in cuz you know, I I imagine like even before this Sometimes even us, right? Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm going to bed. Bye. You know, it's yes. like I'm done. Um, and Paolo's more of a night owl anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, really making that space for that every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being really intentional about we mm-hmm. need to check in every day. We need mm-hmm. to 
um, so that we're not also just communicating when we're yes. right when we are having these you know these um, charged moments, but also yes. just you know like every day, just make it a regular thing, right? That, yes, that's what came to mind when you said that. I'm like, man, that I love that idea, and we should do it every day. Uh, so, and Janita, would you recommend mm -hmm. like for couples to actually like now, especially uh, at this moment, be clear about like like the responsibilities in the home, <laughs> in the family? Be really clear to have like a let's have a discussion about this because this is something new for all of us. I feel like he's talk. He's about to like uh, talk about. <laughs> no, because are you talking about the responsibilities with this new change? Like yeah, with this new change because now we're like together in the home like all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's always that's always a good a good recommendation, right? To uh, to understand what. What is it that each of us are responsible to doing? But I'll tell you, in reality, that might fluctuate at this time. Or, you know, um, one of the things that I have in my notes to make sure to, to comment is that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be messy. <laughs> yeah. This communication is not going to just be, even if we weren't in this situation, trust me, this type of communication is not like just, it's not as clear cut as I'm explaining it. Like it's messy. I could explain it because I'm not, I'm not, um, pr I'm not practicing with my partner by my side, right? Like I'm not trying to communicate something that might be act some might might have something activated in me. So mm -hmm. I could clearly tell you, okay, this is these are the steps. But I know that once you get into it, and again, proximity, vulnerability is gonna that's automatically gonna bring up stuff for you yeah. mm -hmm. um whatever and sometimes couples are like confused or partners are confused like what did i do this time or or <laughs> why why is he you know turning away again or and and it's just because there's things being triggered for each other so um understand and know from the get-go that if this is not a way that you've communicated before, if you've stayed very content oriented, very like struck, very like a, a to do list to do, um, and then when that doesn't get met, then those are the conversations that you're having. This is a very different kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. It's more, it's more, it's almost like um, taking an elevator down to to more understand more of what's happening underneath all that content stuff. Underneath, once again, not you know doing whatever didn't get done or or whatever breakdown in the communication or in the relationship so it's gonna be messy um, that's expected so it's expected in the normal life now can you imagine now with the added pressure there's just there's just I, I am recommending extra grace for each other extra kindness for even yourself because inevitably you're going to lose it or you're going to miss something or you're going to misread each other. That's going to happen. Yeah. I'm really glad that you mentioned it because uh, since this is something new for all of us, it's like life, it shouldn't be that structured. Mm -hmm. And now what is happening with this pandemic is like we're going to lose control of things. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that it is okay. Right. It, so we could like we could cognitively understand that, but if it's if that lack of control has now triggered again something within you and you haven't identified that, then you go in cycles with your partner about 
that thing that didn't get done on the list. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with that list. It has has more to do with what might be getting triggered within you. And that goes back to like, what are some filters that are, that are, that are impacting that perception? Is it, you know, uh, is it your, your childhood? Is it your, a past relationship? Is it a past experience um, that really impacted you? And sometimes, um, People or sometimes because we live in a in a world that demands like productivity and demands mm-hmm. like for you like you know to to basically keep up <laughs> keep up and be busy and what's the next big best thing to do um, this is kind of the stuff that gets left to the end or stuff that's really not addressed and over time it gets built up. And it's, it's seeming out one way or another, it, whether it's through you blowing up on something very unrelated or you, um, you know, feeling like you have to give extra attention to um, the way your partner is not showing up for you. Um, but it's really more about like, what is, what is it about that, that such an causes such an impact in you? Yeah. Would you recommend couples to like to set aside like a specific moment during the day or at night to actually just check in? Yeah, I think there's really no right now and anytime really. Mm-hmm. It's it so one of the things that I, I'm big on or or the message I want to give is you really want to take what I'm saying and and see how how can you start incorporating that lens into your relationship to COVID proof your relationship through this time and and movie and the post map math of this so in terms of like a specific time yeah it, well, it could really be any time yeah. I remember um just yesterday like at a random moment um I asked my husband like oh you know how did I forgot what I asked him but basically I asked him how how did it go and and um his typical answer is typically oh fine <laughs> <laughs> like very short and mm-hmm. uh, and and me, not only because I'm a therapist, but, but, I, you know, I'm more like, I want to talk about it. I want to know more. I want to know details. I want to know how he's feeling. And mm-hmm. he is like, um, what do you, well, I feel fine. I'm like, well, that's not a feeling. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, like, what are you? Give me you more. Know, yeah. Give me more. So, you know, before me being trained in this and before my education in relationships, I would have probably, and it's, it's been a work in progress because also the way I was raised and Mm -hmm. the way, you know, things, certain, you know, emotions are are not something that were talked about in my household. So, or at the forefront. And if it was, it was either because someone was angry or, or someone was like celebrating something. So then it, you Mm -hmm. know, that was kind of like, black and white (laughs) right Um, but there was no like this regular check-in with each other about how are you feeling or or mija que tienes like there's none of that so in me checking in with my husband we both we both are um uh, are latinos so we have some similarities in our upbringing um and that's one of them like we don't we didn't really we didn't really grow up talking about emotions so Mm -hmm. when i it doesn't surprise me now that now I understand that's part of our filter. And now I understand that when I ask him, I have to be more curious and want to know more about it. Not because I want to, you know, kind of interrogate him, but more because I want to know about 
yeah. great feeling. And he's and time and time again, we both kind of appreciate that check in because because again, it it we are we have both learned like that's that's a way of staying connected. That's a way mm-hmm. of knowing what's truly going underneath. Because yeah. whether we're communicating it or not, stuff is happening underneath yes. for us. Stuff mm-hmm. is always happening on our mind, in our body, in our in our heart. So why not share it with your partner? You know, and so to answer your question, any time is a good time to check in mm-hmm. with each other. Any time is a good time to share with your partner. You know, when when this was happening, like I realized this is how I was feeling or this is what was going through my mind. Um, so it's, it, there's, it, ha- it has to obviously be something that, um, a time that fits for you, but any time is a good time. Nice. Yeah. Um, do you have any other tips for us or suggestions to COVID proof our relationship? Yeah. I think that I want you guys, I want to, give the message that um, it's important to adjust, basically adjust and redirect as much as needed. Mm-hmm. So meaning yeah. like it, if, if something doesn't play out the way you expected, whether it was an activity that you planned with each other or, or the, the structure or the, or the schedule that you set out, like understand not just, during this time even more so during this time but there's gonna be there's gonna have to be a lot of adjusting and redirecting because you're navigating if this is not something you've done before meaning and we we none of us have been in a situation right now the way we're in right now so even more of a reason that okay if I if I miss what he was actually trying to tell me or if or if he wasn't ready to share with me now how he felt like that that doesn't mean move away or that doesn't mean don't ask again that just mean okay in that moment we may need to redirect to do something else but I'm going to be intentional about coming back and something that I tell couples is like it you could slice it thinner and what that means is that um in that moment if it's difficult for you to share or if you really don't know what's happening you could say that and that's still a way of staying connected with your partner Mm -hmm. saying like you know what like it's so big for me right now. Like I don't, like I, I'm not ready to share it or I don't even know what's happening for me right now, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And, but I have a huge headache right now yeah. and I'm stressed or I'm like annoyed or I'm thinking that we're not going to be able to make rent or we're not going to be able to, you know, take that trip that we wanted. So you could always fall back on slicing it thinner. It doesn't have to be like automatically you're, getting down to the the root of things but mm-hmm. when you slice it thinner you're still inviting your partner in your inner world and what's happening with that is you're not doing it alone yeah. you're not you're not alone with those thoughts you're not alone with those emotions you're shouldering as a as as a couple as partners as a team you're shouldering each other um for whatever's maybe happening for you in that mm-hmm. moment yes that's amazing. Um, you know what? One of the things that came up for me right now is um, you were talking, and I was thinking, what about if one, like, what if I have this, you know, desire to work on our relationship, but let's say like my partner doesn't. Like, what suggestions or what can you offer for anyone who might be in that predicament right now? 
Yeah. So I think during this time, it's important to lower our expectations as much as we can. And that goes back to the adjust and redirecting mm-hmm. that your part, it's not, it's not uncommon that our partners come in at different places of the relationship. Why? Because many times they haven't shared with each other how they truly felt or they, or they haven't talked about it or they haven't, um, they haven't been safe with each other in terms of like um, you sharing how you felt or what you were thinking and then your partner maybe minimizing or, or not really getting it, like not really understanding, like, where is that coming from? Like I had a couple once where the, the partner felt like, what are you talking? Like, I had no idea this is how bad it was for you. Mm -hmm. And the other partner felt like all they've been doing is like doing everything for the family. So how it was, they were so puzzled how they could be in so many different, like be at such different um, extremes. And that's not uncommon, especially if the communication has stayed very content, very, you know, um, up here in, in cognitively and Uh not, not really sharing each other's inner world. So I think that it's important to give space for that. Like I said earlier, give space for both perspective, give space for both truths. So, this is not something like if um so i guess i i should say like this is not a time to make a a big major life decision like like decide that you want to leave this relationship uh, or decide that you want to separate like this is not this is not the time for that unless of course there's a safety concern then mm-hmm. you know that would be something that i think that it's it's a different conversation at that point right. but in this situation if you, especially relationships that might have already not been in the best situation before this, pre-COVID, um, a lot of this stuff is going to be highlighted. You know, a lot of yeah. the disconnection mm-hmm. that was already there, it's going to, it's, it's a, under the microscope right now. So, yeah. and then now, if you weren't aware of, because you both have been very busy, you weren't aware like, oh my God, I don't, I actually think I don't like being with you. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. like sharing the space with you because now you're with each other more time than usual. Then I wouldn't take that as a sign as, as a negative thing. I would take that as like, there's, this is an area of growth. This is an area mm-hmm. that we need to see what's the breakdown here. We need to yeah. detangle where, are, where are we missing each other? So I wouldn't, I would say, I guess, to answer your question, if you are just feeling like you're both on different ends, like you really feel like you want to um, improve this connection with your partner, your partner is kind of like on the other side of the couch, kind of like, what are you talking about? You know, or why are you asking me how I'm feeling? I already said Mm -hmm. I feel fine. I would say really like, don't stop there and don't, if anything, really, um, Basically, don't shut the door to um, to your partner, really not to your partner, basically. So and even more so open the door to sharing what is happening for you. Um, again, with 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 all of this, there's going to be the layer of safety and there's going to be the understanding um, that there is going to be a it is going to be a work in progress. It is going to be something that, you know, you could work towards. Right now, I would say don't try to conquer this like like we're gonna get we're gonna get yeah. this down. Right. <laughs> we're gonna get this right. down tonight because we're gonna start doing it. No, it's right. gonna take some time. Right. It's a process. And 
one of the things that jumped out at me when uh, right now when you were talking is the word safety and how um i things are just like starting to click in my mind you know mm-hmm. as this conversation goes but just how you were saying like um we get into the mundane in our relationship like we start becoming all about like did you do this did you do that and and we're almost more like roommates mm-hmm. than we are really um like there's a lack of intimacy, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is what creates that safety, right? Yes. And so that's when we start to lose feeling safe in our relationships and really open and vulnerable and mm-hmm. all those things that really connect us. Yes. Right? And, and the safety, the recipe to lose that safety is when we, when we take that stand of like, that judgment stand of like, because I am ready to make a change or I'm ready to work on this in this specific way and my partner is not. And we like completely then shut the door there, meaning like, mm. you know, like there's no safety for him or her to feel that way. Like yeah. if, if there, there might be some insight and awareness that you've, you've come to, but if he or she's not there yet, there has to, it's important to have safety for that as well. Right. And, and to really, when you are keeping that door open for your partner, for when they're ready, by still being curious about how are they beyond the I'm fine. And by you sharing, being vulnerable and sharing about your inner world with them, then you are still maintaining connection, even if they might be on the opposite side of, of that spectrum from you. But it's when you close that door that you shut down safety. Then it's not safe for your partner to feel or see it different than where you might be right now. Yeah. And I think this time calls for like the opposite of that, right? Yes. Like what we actually need is to create more safety. Yes. Like like this is the opportunity. This is an opportunity for something beautiful to to begin, to start, to flourish, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We need each other. Yeah. You do, you do now more than anything because everything is pretty uh, unstable and unpredictable right now. So imagine mm-hmm. that, and then that feeling, having that feeling in your household with your yeah. partner, then that's that's scary, and that is yeah. that is um, that is going to naturally bring up the extra bickering, the ex, you know, because because there's that there might be that amped up fear, that amped up you know, even questions about your relationship. Um, But what I'm saying is let's slow down because that is being filtered through that fear. And and that's not the reality of your relationship. Um, And it's important now more than ever to turn turn toward each other because that's going to bring benefits to your relationship, um, not just now, but for the long term. And studies of EFT have shown that this model has this way of basically this way of of doing relationship of you know being in relationship in this way it's it's proven to be effective um, to not only de-escalate the relationship and over 75 percent of of the relationships that come at an escalated point but really to be able to sustain this connection to be able to sustain, not that you're never going to have problems. You're still going to have breakdowns in your, I mean, I still, I have breakdowns in my relationship all the time, but it's how we handle them. It's how we stay connected and, and provide that safety, that emotional safety with each other that 
allows us to not only survive whatever breakdown we had, but thrive as, you know, we know that we got each other. We know that we're there for each other in that, in that, in that we matter for each other. Um, so when you don't have that emotional safety, that's when that, that gets, you know, that gets kind of, um, people start turning away from each other. So people don't fall all of, out of love from each other. Um, they just, they lose that safety. So then they stop, they close that door, like I said, so they stop mm-hmm. coming toward each other. Yeah, I totally, that resonates with me because I feel like for Paolo and I, at least from my perspective, I feel like every time we have these really challenging moments or very vulnerable moments with each other, um, they're so hard to to get through. But then on the other side, I feel so connected to him. Right. I don't know. Like to me, I just feel like, oh my God, like I feel like we're just more connected. Mm -hmm. Like I just saw, he saw that like really bad place in me and Mm -hmm. I saw it in him. And then like we held that. Well, yeah, the way I see it is like we're both like perfectly imperfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, uh, but the thing is like, I trust you. Mm -hmm. And even you were all over imperfections, your imperfections, my imperfections, at the end of the day, I trust you. Oh, thank you, sweetie. And that has helped me a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, because I know that there is not a person behind my back judging me and saying how bad I am. No, I know that you're here to help me. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I'm communicating that same message to you, which, yeah, I'm like working progress, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's that's called you're your being accessible, responsive, mm-hmm. and engage with each other. Mm-hmm. So meaning like you're, you're showing up for each other and you're, you're providing that safety, that emotional safety mm-hmm. for each other, that even, um, even when you're come, when you're showing up in a messy way that, mm-hmm. that you're still going to hold that space for, for each other and be curious, like, like what's happening for you right now, yeah. you know, whatever mm-hmm. that may be, like what, what's happening, like what's, what's going on. And that's lost when we, um, when we don't, when we ourselves are scared to be vulnerable yeah. or, or where there's just has been maybe a, a previous experiences in your life. It doesn't have to be in your, in this specific relationship, but in your life where that, that safety has not been there. So right, right now that this is happening, right. This again, this COVID threat there, there is stuff activated. So if you're feeling like you're, you're less tolerant with your partner or you're arguing over things that you wouldn't typically argue with about, just know that it's not, it's not personal. Like it's really not mm-hmm. about that specific thing that you, you might be having a breakdown about or, or, or disagreement. Um, it's because we're kind of in the survival mode and in that, and in that place, our brain is like scanning and seeing like, okay, what's, what's safe and what's not. And, mm-hmm. and then that, again, back to what I said in the beginning, it may interpret, you know, the dishes not getting done as a thread when it's like, come on, it's just the dishes. Just but, <laughs> but in that moment, in that moment, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. And if your partner feel and in that moment, in that moment, if your partner is also stresses, is also, you know, under pressure. Um, and in that moment, if your partner kind of snaps, like, what the heck? It's, it's just the dishes. Then guess what? That's like a, sh- a shutting the door in your face to mm-hmm. how you're feeling in that moment mm-hmm. and vice versa. So then that's like, you know, that vicious cycle of the never ending cycle 
starts. So slowing down is faster is a typical saying we say in EFT. So you want to slow down. Even if you think that things are slow right now, they really are not because there's a lot like just say, yeah, you were saying like, there's all these hats that we're not wearing that yeah. we weren't wearing before. And, and we can't easily like step out <laughs> of right. our house, you know, as we did before, we can't easily, you know, go on a date or, you know, um, have a break from the kids. Like that's not feasible right now. So yeah, I keep all that in mind. Is there anything else that you um, that you want to offer? I want to make sure that you know you get to offer as many gems to our listeners as possible. Is is there anything else that you want to add to the conversation as we're starting to um, close out our time together? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's one more thing that I would say. There's there's a lot I would want to say, but <laughs> <laughs> there's one more thing that I would want you know, couples to take away, to not take granted how important physical touch is. And, and that meaning like even as simple as holding hands or giving each other a hug, it, um, it's, there's been a study proven um, where there's, there's a study that shows like the positive impact that we have on each other when we hold our hands. Um, and I will, go into the details of the study but the the results were that even if a, a stranger holds her hand in a time of fear that regulates your nervous system but when your partner holds your hand that like just took it to the next level and truly calm that person's nervous system so know that during this time if if the least you could do i know there's health precautions right now right but if the very least don't take for granted even just a, a holding of the hand, even just your hand on each other's on the shoulder or a hug, um, it goes a long way. Um, studies have shown scientifically proven that it goes a long way to calm your nervous system down. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the... Um, okay. Well, I'm sure, share. I'm sure Paolo's happy to hear that because that's one of his love languages. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All about See? touch. Yeah, he's like, come on. <laughs> Like you have to touch. <laughs> well, I really just I again I really want to thank you, Yanita. Where can people find you and what do you have coming up that people can participate in, you know, if they want to learn more about EFT, maybe they want to actually do some therapy, some couples therapy with you. Where can people find you? Tell them. Thank you. So you could easily just go to my website to contact me. There's the information to register, I'm sorry, to make a phone consultation. I offer a 15 minute phone consultation for anybody that just wants to um, talk, you know, inquire about my services. You don't have to commit to services. You could just call and ask, you know, what are questions you may have about the services or about potentially seeing, you know, what I'm offering. You could go to www.nbcounselingtc.com and my contact information is all on there as far as what I offer for couples. So I do, you know, um, sessions. I'm currently doing sessions through video because of what's happening, the pandemic. <clears throat> so as a licensed clinician in California, I could really see anybody in California. So I'm, my physical office is based out of um, Tustin in Orange County, Tustin, California, and a second location in Uptown Whittier. 
So when if there's ever a point you want to see me in person and everything is safe, then those are two locations that where I see clients in person, just not at this time. The other thing that I offer for couples, it's a it's called a hold me tight retreat. And it's a two day, um, basically full day of being with me at my office. Um, the next one is scheduled for August. It's Labor Day weekend. Um, if things don't look any different than they look now, then more than likely it's going to be online. And I don't, I do, I do up to six couples um, max, and I co-lead it with actually with my husband. And we have attended our own um, Hold Me Tight retreat. And what we do in that retreat is we walk through the seven conversations from the book Hold Me Tight, mm-hmm. and we basically just um, besides covering the content is really just helping hold space for couples. Um, me as a clinician provide you know what I could offer as a clinician, but also the part of my husband being involved is because as before being a clinician, I'm, I'm a wife, I'm human. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like as a couple, we provide that human part of it. Um, him, his perspective as a male and me just as a perspective as a wife. So the next one coming up is in August, Labor Day weekend, that information to inquire about it is also on my website. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Anita. Stay You're safe. Welcome. We appreciate yeah. you so much thank doing you, this. Thank you. Have a yeah. wonderful day. Well, thank, thank you so much. You so much. Too. Take Bye. Bye. And that was the interview. Yes, that. Thank you so much, Yanira. I mean, that was such a great interview, and and Yanira really shared just some very helpful, concrete tips and recommendations and just so much information that really for me I was sitting there I mean all of a sudden I just had this like light bulb go off when she started talking about safety and how important safety is and that concept of of safety between couples I was just like wow yes um Safety for me is so important right now especially like with all of this anxiety I'm feeling that, you know, that I'm going through in the hives, I can see how if I'm not feeling emotionally safe with you, like that would just exacerbate what I'm going through. Yeah, it would make it 10 times worse, because I wouldn't have that safe haven to come home to to be in since this is like where we spend all of our pretty much all of our time in our home and with each other it's like i have to feel safe with you yeah and obviously i and i had to serve as a support for you right. whatever that is if it is something physical like the hives mm-hmm. or is it something emotional right i have to be i have to become a listener mm-hmm. and serve as a support like okay like you yeah hives are popping up like how can i help you how can i help you let's, yeah let's try to find out the, the, the root Mm-hmm. What's causing those hives to actually show up in your manifest in your body? Yeah, and I think I I can see how I do feel safe because I can tell you like, oh, this is what I'm trying, and now I'm trying this, and I'm doing that, and I need to meditate, and I need to take time, and you're totally supportive of that, and and I can feel that, and I I also love just how she was talking about how we have to just you know not turn away from each other that we have to turn Mm -hmm. towards each other in this moment right so 
Yeah, and, and for me, obviously, uh, since I'm a really like a mythological person, which focuses a lot, uh, a lot of the the ways in the in the in the world of form, I ask her about like responsibilities in, in the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, uh, for me, I, I I need to feel supported in 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 responsibilities like the, the dishes and, and the cleaning and, and and taking out the trash, those things that need to happen in order for me to feel that in a also in a in a place that is also comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I have to also I have to let go that things are not gonna go the way I expect them to go. That's the light bulb that happened. For yeah, you. I have to let go of that control of, uh, of that control or the expectations or the expectations, the expectations uh-huh. that the dishes need to be washed as soon as we're done with uh, lunch or dinner. Uh, no, I have to let go of that because. This is the moment to let go of that control. Mm-hmm. This is the moment, like, to yeah, to release expectations. To release expectations, yeah. in, um, because in my, and because relationships, I, the way I'm starting to see it, they have to go beyond the checking of the boxes of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I think the check boxes, like, they kill that safety that you're trying exactly. to create. Exactly. So. I need to move on, uh, move, uh, move from the like checking off the boxes to start checking boxes with each other. <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing? How are you feeling? What's what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's work? Online work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like checking the boxes of communication. Oh, communication. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, because obviously, yeah, life doesn't work like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we're learning that the things that are like just really truly essential and the things that are really going to get us through this is are our relationships and and that connection mm-hmm. so really nurturing connections and nurture, nurturing these relationships so those are the things that are really going to see us through this and not only you know with each other but also with ourselves i i loved how she was just you know at the very beginning she mentioned like when you're checking in with each other you know talk about not only like how are you doing or, or what, you know, what, you know, if we have a disagreement, like, oh, you, you got angry. Where did you feel it? Like mm-hmm. connecting with our bodies. Yes. And providing and, details. Yeah. Just really getting us in, into a deeper, a deeper awareness. A deeper conversation as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just opening those lines of vulnerability and, mm-hmm. And just a deeper connection with each other. So I, I'm taking a lot away from this conversation. I just really appreciated all the time that we had with Yanita. And mm-hmm. thank you again for sharing your knowledge and, and sharing all of this. It was, it's, it was just really great. Yeah, uh, lots of uh, lots of things to think about, and mm-hmm. no, thank you, thank you for uh, for allowing us to uh, to do this interview with you. Well, we definitely hope that this interview was as um, helpful and informational to you as it was to us. We cannot wait to hear about it. Please let us know and let Yanita know, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you guys so much. Que viva la evolución. Gracias. Hasta la próxima. Adiós. Hi. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can
can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents on Instagram at iam.isenia at palomenchaka and at somos.barthes. You can also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-barthes.com. Gracias. Gracias.